Welcome to the Bushy Black Brother Network. Welcome to Car Wax. This is Michael, your Bushy Black Brother. And I'm here with my co-host, Sean. Ew. What's the business? Man. We're here doing our musical podcast. And this one is kind of odd for most people. But uh, I think we just had to do it. And <laughs> Sean said he didn't want to do one, but I was like, come on, we can do it. We should be <laughs> able to do it. Because I love the production from this guy. But uh, we put two together. So uh, which do we have tonight, Sean? Well, this evening we have the Tyler the Creator. Tyler the Creator. What is it? Scumfuck and Flower Boy? Scumfuck Flower Boy. Strike one. <laughs> and then we got, and then we're going to do uh, the, the XXX Extension, mm-hmm. the 17. Yeah, the 17. So, yeah. Which is interesting. And, and the reason why we were saying it was interesting was because it was a hip-hop guy. He was put under hip hop, right? But this album is totally something that is still debatable. That is actually hip hop. Um, is it really debatable though? So on people who follow hip hop, right? They would say no because he has, uh, you know, when Animal Animal Brown was on the show the other week, and he was like, "Don't put him under rap, but put him under hip hop." But some people mm. say hip hop is rap. So if you're not truly rapping, right. then it's not hip hop. It's not hip hop. But hip hop is a culture. So that's where I kind of um, lean toward Swing. the hip hop thing. Okay. I, I, okay. I also swing toward hip hop. Okay. Not rap. Even though there's segments in here that he does rap. Well, I actually swing it to rock. You know, I don't. I there. I don't see any. Well. You you definitely call it hip hop because of because of his culture and the genre that he was previously in. Previously in, right? So that's where he was established. Mm-hmm. So the establishment kept Has him in to there. Be hip hop. Yeah, okay. they was like, nope, he's hip hop. Right. So, he can't be rock because he was hip hop first. Yeah. So. so we don't want to move him into that because right. that's not what we call rock. So so since we're talking about him, let's stick with XX Extension. Okay. And first take of it, what what did you hear before the album was released? Well, the first thing I heard f- from the album is the first song on that video. Okay. So I, I heard his name a couple different times. The, the first time I actually heard him and acknowledged who he was, I heard that he got punched in the face at one of his concerts. Boom. So he was on, on stage and somebody ran up on him supposedly and then they got into a little scuffle or whatever. So Bam, on I was stage. Like, yeah. So I was like, okay. Uh, oh, who's this guy? Why, yeah, why did they you hit know, him? But I, I didn't look into the music or whatever. And then Charlemagne and Envy was talking about that the song with the distorted beat. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, it's whack. He was like, well, the song is intentionally supposed to be distorted. So... So he, he was like, and Charlamagne was like, "This is what's hot now." <laughs> no, because it, you know, it, man, for our generations and everybody that knows quality music, has heard music on vinyls, has heard music on cassette tapes. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's pure quality at his at his peers. Now you get into MP3s, and now you're listening to kids who think in that electronic sound. Yeah, yeah. So now that's that's in. That's yep. the now. Yep. So. 
you know, so I heard that and I was just like, uh, okay. You know, I actually heard the whole song and I was like, okay, I, I, I catch your vibe. You know, the beat ain't bad. Okay, I understand it's intentionally supposed to be distorted. But you didn't have no image about it. You I just did, yeah. listened to it. This was like, this was like intention. This was like seriously like rookie. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he was on the front of Double XL actually. Okay. As one of the uh, rookie school leader of the new school, basically. Okay. Cool. So, yada yada. I decided to hear hear the album, and I was totally shocked. I was okay. totally shocked because of his pre representation. Yep. His pre representation is you know rap, rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just total straight rap. And then when you, I I heard Angela Yee say that. Oh yeah, this is he's promoting it as a depressed album. So I was just like, okay, this would yeah. be interesting. How do you fucking promote a depressed album? Yeah, this is you for people I mean? who are depressed and yada yada this and that and the other. And then I listened to it and I was just like, wow, this this is some old school rock right here. You yep. know, this is this is really has nothing to do with rap. Okay, I'm in tune because that that that. That old rock, like like me and Animal Brown was saying, that old rock really got me into rock. Really got so me that, into that sound. That drunge mm-hmm. sound from like the Nirvana. Yes. Smashing Pumpkins. Yes, exactly. All those cats that was doing that. We're not going to go with the Aerosmiths, mm-hmm. the fucking, um, what was the, the other crazy Kiss and all the rest of these people. Right. They was like, we're going to do rock, but it's in a softer, more depressive. Right. Look, I'm just going through some yeah, shit. Yeah. Things are fucked up, but it's gonna be rock. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because except for hearing a rock loud and beating you they were playing rock, but the feel was totally different. Yeah, it was completely different. And then at the time it was like so at the time for me it was perfect. Because it gave me I you my you was in the military. Mm-hmm. So I got to see a different view of people. You know, it wasn't just black white. You know, it, it wasn't just black white. Yep. It was literally, you know, I had a thing for a little Spanish chick back in the day. I, I totally remember that. Mm-hmm. So when we got down here, it was like, oh nah, it's all black. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Everything black. That's what's conditioned to you. You know, it's environmental. Not, yeah, environmental. Environmental, yeah. You know, so hearing the the teen spirit, you know, and seeing it on MTV, which was so impactful back in the day. Yep. Like, it was a refresh. It was refreshing because it was like, okay, this ain't rap, but it's good music. Yep. You know, and that was I, I would say that was pretty much my first initial touch of knowing what good music was outside of black people doing music, jazz, R and B, you know, things of that sort. So when I seen them and I enjoyed it, it was like. That's cool, right. you know, and right. and would drawn me to it. Nowadays, you don't catch it no more. It's not it's not like it used to be. And and what's sad is when you hear it, it's by chance, right? It's yeah. not being played with everything else, right? It's just by chance, and that's what makes when you do hear it, you can kind of reminisce back and mm-hmm. go, oh, that reminds me of, which is sad to say it reminds you of. <laughs> when you should have said, oh yeah, I heard something like that the other day. Right, exactly. They got a group called blah, blah, blah. You can't even say that because you just don't have that type of exposure. You're right. Which made this pretty unique. But 
I'm going to go back to what you said when you heard his previous one. When you heard it, didn't, when did you see the video? Oh, I didn't see the video until two days ago. Oh, okay. So, you know, they, but it, it didn't, it's been out about a week. It ain't even been out that long. So that's current, more current. Yeah. That, so it wasn't like it was no, released around that same time. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's why not a lot of the feedback or flack hasn't been so, it should have been real crazy. So basically, I don't even know what that video is called. So what, what what's funny about it was even, like you said, the distorted beat. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, look at me. So when you when you kind of see the video, mm-hmm. you kind of understand why it has the distorted beat because the video has a distorted images right. of things. Right. So having a beat and an image to go with it is like fantastic. Yeah. To me, because you know me, I'm, I love music, I love movies, and I love the way people direct things to kind of align into that. Right. And so to me, and this is a really dramatic fucking video video oh yeah yeah so i wasn't like well yeah it was kind of like whoa okay he started it off to get your attention Mm -hmm. and he slowly slowly got to the real part of what he wanted to say about violence that was a surprise yeah you know it wasn't a surprise what he was saying you know it was it was surprise hearing him say it not necessarily him speaking it, but out just saying it. Yeah, basically him being a young rap rock star mm-hmm. and you know speaking on it in in such a way with the history behind it. Right. You know. Right. To hear him say that gives me way more respect in that point than personally Lil Uzi. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I don't think Lil Uzi would ever even mention nothing like that or reference right yeah you know where he didn't just go with the ferguson mm-hmm. or the, the 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 more contemporary he went straight back to emmett till yeah that was the first thing he said that and, was the first and you kind of like damn so he does realize there's history behind this mm-hmm. and it hasn't changed so now here we go and that was a segment. He wasn't rapping about it. That was a segment that he stopped rapping yep. and had a monologue about it. Because he wants you to know, hey, you can listen to this. But what I'm really trying to tell you is, you know, whether you're black or white, death is wrong. Right. We need to be addressing <laughs> it in that way. But I'm going to tell you, because the most prevalent one is people against or killing blacks off. But which is... It's funny that we had to go this route, but this is what makes this guy so interesting. Right. So this is who he is. It's just not the music with him. Now he's letting you know there's a lot more to me, to me. than just making this music. Right, right, right. So when we went back to the music, and we said this in um, a couple of other podcasts, but when you start listening to this, he does a lot of, it's almost like acoustic hip hop. Okay. Because he has a lot of guitar. Yeah, a lot. Um, uh, some piano, um, classic piano, not organs, not uh, electronic. He yeah. has acoustic equipment that he's rapping or singing over. Mm-hmm. And his subject matter is really, you know, I don't want to say dreadful, but it's moving and it's it's dark. It's it's in a place that, to what he said, depressed. Yeah. It's a. It gives you a depressive 
mood. And if you in that mood, you'll still you'll say, yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I feel like. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So it'll get you to kind of like acknowledge that, and you can tell when you're listening to it. It doesn't make it bad, but it, it's but it's not uplifting. No, it's a it's a good that that's the funny part about the CD. As depressive as he presents it, it's still a good CD. I'm not gonna say it's uplifting, but it's still like okay, I can listen to it again. Yeah, you know. So I, I did. Right, right. You know what I mean? I didn't mind listening to the whole right. thing again. Right. You know, it wasn't like all right. Let me let me try to decipher some of the things that he's saying. It was like. Okay. All right, that was nice. Yeah. You know, and then for like two or three days, I had my whole phone on shuffle, and then I turned it back on, and I was just like, okay, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. And it, and I think he he got some good music on there. Mm-hmm. And the music how he played on it was really good. Um, even when you listen to what he says. You're kind of, you're understanding. Right. You know, when you talk to somebody who's going through some things and you're kind of like, I hear you, man. I hear you. Hang in there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of almost like he's like presenting that. Yeah. And you kind of, you, you're you're not falling into what he's into, but you're saying, I get it, bro. I understand. I yeah. get it, bro. I, I get see. it. I mm-hmm. get it. And then the fact that, like, because Admiral Brown actually uh, hit us up with that because I didn't really research that deep, but he had a dedication to... The uh, the girl that committed suicide, Jocelyn Floor. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Which <laughs> made me listen to it again. Yeah, and then seeing and 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 listening through each and every track and kind of just feeling each track. We, yeah, because sometimes yeah. you just listen to the 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 album and then say, "I'll listen again." Mm-hmm. I had to feel this album because once I knew what he was doing. Now I was feeling the album, okay. and I was kind of like, "Wow, okay, he's truly giving you a feeling on this shit." So I, th- I think a lot of the the guitars, uh, he produced four of the tracks. It says five because of the uh, the first song, mm-hmm. but um, so he he did the intro, he did the outro, produced, mm-hmm. and then he did three other tracks on the album. He did a uh, depression and obsession. Yeah, I like that one. And then he did Revenge. Yeah, that was good too. And then he did an interlude, Dead Inside. Hmm, I don't think I remember that. Yeah, so he had... It was just interesting how he pulled it off. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting because it was like, okay, rapper, let's see what you got. You a little, you, you one of these young niggas. Yeah. Let's see what you got. And it was like, no, this is what I want you to hear. And it was, and it was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I'm all ears. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you're giving me something that none of these young rappers is giving me. Yeah. You know? And then you're young. You're you're not old enough to know the history of a spirit, teen spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for you to give a 33-year-old man that feel and you not even 25. I don't know how old this young dude is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that speaks volume. That definitely speaks volume totally to your agree. creativity. Yeah. And he did it with ease. Now, now if you were saying, oh, cool, let's see how well he sings. Not a great singer. No, not at all. <laughs> so don't get us wrong. They're like, oh, he's just, he, you'd love to hear his voice. And No, it's the content of what he's talking about. Right. The production that he put on there was great. And that gives you the point of saying, 
wow, let me listen. Yeah. He gave me a really good feel to the album. And, you know, Animal loved it, but I don't know. I love it. But I really think this is a good album. I really feel that I'm not sure... I'm not sure if there's anyone else that can do this. No. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with that because, man, it's hard. It's hard. If someone does this or are doing this, they're just not being promoted. Or they're not hip-hop. Or, exactly. So exactly. I think him being under the moniker of hip-hop and doing this, mm-hmm. and like I said it before, that was really bold of a production company to allow him to do this. Yeah, that's a good point. They took a chance and said, yeah, let's do this. It's okay. We'll, we'll do it. And I think it was it was a good gamble to me because this is something you just don't see or, or don't really hear. And it takes you to another level. And then when he threw this video out, he's telling you, look, this is what's up. You know what I mean? So I think this is a, a, a independent company that he's with. So he's with the distribution that he's with is Empire mm. from San Francisco. Their offices is in New York and Atlanta. And then he's signed with Bad Vibe Forever. Bad Vibes Forever. Hmm. So okay. these are like strictly So not a really major label. Not a major label. But he I don't think and to your point, I don't think a major label would have put it out. Nope. 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 You know? So that kind of answers a lot of our questions mm-hmm. of how did this get out? Right. It got out because they was like, you know what? I'm feeling this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he had this hip hop vibe that was kind of controversial. He he's he he this this rapper, but what he's just presented to us, yeah, wow. offsets everything that that was just given. Let's pushed just, out. Let's just blow people's mind with this. Yeah, which he did. You know, because again, I don't think. No one's doing this unless they're not rappers. Exactly. Unless I think they're not there's somebody who's a rock, or I don't even think you can have an R&B person do it in no. this sense. I think a rock person who will would try have to, rap. to do it like that, yeah, yeah. and try to and rap. try to rap, and yeah. that man, that wouldn't work out. Well, you know, that would be, nowadays, though. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, they would have to put because first it's gonna be a white boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he got to get over that hump. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, then he got to convince his rock fans that and he can okay. rap. I can rap. Right. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he has to cross over. Yeah. You know, so. To say, do your hip hop people want to hear this? Right. And mostly it's like, hell no, white boy. Get the hell out of right. here. That shit's not rap. That's not hip hop. Right. But he came up. And had the moniker of H of hip hop. Mm-hmm. So you was kind of say, we're going to release it just like that. Yep. So you're going to be good. So, but cool. Um, Out of one to 10, what you give it? I say a seven to five. Seven to five. One new guy mm-hmm. breaking new ground. Okay. Lyrically, not great, right? But just so fresh, and you know, sometimes when it's fresh and you kind of like it's raw, it's yeah. so raw, you gotta kind of appreciate the rawness of it. Exactly, and 
will this break new ground? Right. So it's innovative as a, in, in a sense, too. Mm-hmm. Not new, but innovative within the sound of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Because to your point, this is that, that, that grunge rock mixed with hip-hop with a person who has messages within him. Right, yeah. What the fuck is all that? <laughs> so It's like his rap doesn't... Some of his rap gives the message. Yeah. But it was like, for him to pull away from the rap and give such a message on depression and suicide, mm-hmm. you know, was like, was some Pac shit, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I'm now I'm not comparing him to Pac. He's not Pac. He's not lyrically there with yeah, Pac. Don't, don't, don't he do doesn't it. have the beats that Pac has. He doesn't have the charisma. No, not even that close. you'll say, "Whoa, I just love this dude," and he doesn't have that. But what he was able to do with this album was was come go was give the message within the music, regardless of the type of music that he gave to you. Yep. So Pac was able to give you the dare mama, but he was still able to give you the message. You know, then he gave you the uh uh. California love, of course. With the digital underground and the party music. Yeah. He went everywhere. But when he wanted to give you messages of uplifting and be positive, mm-hmm. he gave you that. And then he was like, I'm out on the street with y'all. Because that's just who I am. So I, I give the album personally, oh man, I want to give it higher than, because he's so creative. Um, so I, I, but for the album, just just based on the album, not being biased, I'm gonna have to give the album for it being so innovative. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it a seven point five. I'm gonna have to give okay. it a seven five. Okay. So I, I dropped it. I was about to say seven five, mm-hmm. and I dropped it because I'm kind of like that's edging toward an eight. Okay. And I know he's not an eight. No, not at all. But you. I love when you hear somebody that just makes you stop. When you hear somebody, it's, it don't even have to be, oh my God, I love this. Right. But it makes you stop and go, damn. Hmm. Right. Let me hear that shit. Like Childish Gambino. When he did that, it was like, oh, Ooh, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> all right. I'm all ears, buddy. You know, so so when it, 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 took, it got my attention. Yeah. It yep. definitely got my attention. For what it was and for the person it was, I was not expecting that. So you definitely get points on that. Yeah. You know, I was expecting it to be similar to your boy, Lil, um, Lil, Lil Uzi. Uzi. Yeah. I, I was expecting it to be similar to Lil Uzi. Yeah. And it was nothing like that. And they came out the same time. And they came, yep, they came out the exact same time. Yep. So so you, you, you got to get cool points for that, you know. And then for, for me to be an old, older guy... And to have it relate to something in my teens, you get points for that too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you, you you don't get points for you don't get points for your you get points for your delivery and not your lyrics. I mm-hmm. would say, you know, that would probably be the easiest way to say it without disrespecting the real rapper, real MCs out there. Right? You know, so so he had messages. Mm-hmm. And you you respect the message, but lyrically he wasn't there. No, we'll never be there. And we sitting, we don't always have to rate people on a lyrical content. But if you keeping them in that hip hop genre, you have to get rated on that. Yeah. Sorry, bro. Yeah, you're gonna have yeah. to be rated on that. That's so I can't take you to a higher level without having that quality. Right. And your production was great. 
Yeah. For your message was different. And you getting out there and able to do that, you get all props. Yeah. 725. If you would have missed on anything else, I would have oh, dropped yeah. you way below seven. Okay. But you didn't. I'm going to give you. I keep you in the seven period. Okay. And, you know, it's funny because we throwing out a lot of numbers for these cats. But when you put them all together, then you're going to say who's better than who. Right. And in what way are they better? Right. Because there's so many different, you know. You got fucking like little Uzi. We already just acknowledged that that motherfucker just will move a crowd. Yep. He has the he energy. How to do it. He got it. Yep. He got what that it shit that people be like. That's what here. I need. Yep. Gotta I here. need that it. He Young has that thugger. It. What the fuck? But <laughs> he's out there and people going, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down with that cat. And then um, what's the one that you hated and shit? Um, um, Joey Badass. No, the, the one right before that. That we kind of was going... Um, Scissor? No, no. The rap dude. Oh, and oh I was Vic like, Mensa. Vic Mensa. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. So I listened to it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's... <laughs> 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 ain't got no words for it. No more. No more words. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, yeah, he, he missed... Yeah. He totally missed yeah, that he one. Missed, he missed the train on that. And, and if they liking him... You gotta hear it again. Mm-hmm. Because what's hurting him now is shit like this. Right. The creativity out here. What's out here mm-hmm. that, that followed him said, nah, dude. You think you're lyrical. It's not about your lyrics. It's about the message. And you know? the quality. And the quality of, of it. Everything. Yep. If you're not hitting on all cylinders, you, look, I can take four. I could take three out of four and you'd be fine. Yeah. I can take... Two with some potential. But come on, man. Yeah. I was like, damn, man. I kind of gave him a lot of fucking credit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was wrong. Man, man I was, I'm, but I can say I'm wrong based on the people who's coming out. Coming out, yeah. It's like, wait a minute. What I will you never doing? turn that on again. Right. I just will never. Yeah. And when I did, I kind of was like, damn, Sean was fucking right. <laughs> Listen to this shit, man. He don't know who he is. He don't. He just put some shit together and maybe somebody will like it like and it. then I can stick to it. Right. But I think nobody likes it. Or I think people listen to it, but that was it. But um, yeah, 725, Sean's got a 75. Yeah, 75. He, yeah, he gets. So you said something was kind of interesting. So when I heard, um, we're moving on. When I heard. Um, your Tyler. boy Tyler, the creator, his production and the way he was doing with the with the singing on it and, and all that, it made me. It reminded me of the Ch- Childish Gambino. Okay, and some of that, not the not the what the internet, but the one after that. It kind of reminded me of that one. Okay, and I was kind of like, oh, I love this production. Oh, I can get it. I can go from there. Mm-hmm. But when I listened to it again. Today, I just love the production. So you were blown away by the production. So it, I gravitated toward that and go, God, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I can listen to what he's saying. Whatever. Oh, uh, obviously, I wasn't listening. Right, to what he's right, <laughs> right. So really, that's, really that's where that's where he gets you. At. Yeah, that's exactly where he gets you at. His. So we're so we're talking about Scumfuck Flower Boy. Yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna put this out there. 
Tyler, you have amazing beats. The way you are able to put these songs together are like movies, mm. you know. And <laughs> if you didn't rap, you would damn near be up there. No, no, I'm not even gonna say any names. Um, you'll be yeah, pretty you, much you, high you, on that list. You'll, you'll be one of the best skills. Yeah, yeah, you'll be one of the best producers out here, and everybody will fuck with you. But the fact that you rap and you feel like the rap that you're bringing to the table is so rich with quality, it's taking away from the quality of your beats. Yeah. When you slow down and listen. So rumor has it, (laughs) Tyler, the creator, is supposed to be gay. Tyler, the creator, likes white boys. Mm -hmm. I say rumor has it because... For some apparent reason, even though he admits to it, everyone still seems to think he's playing. Oh, yeah, he's talking about driving around with white boys, this and like River Phoenix. So, when I heard that, that definitely took away some cool points from his music. I'm just going to be honest, because it's like when you, for me, this is going to be tough for me to explain, but... I don't want to hear about another man talking about another man in a rap song. I just don't. That's that's just not what's up. I damn near don't want to hear another woman talk about another woman on a rap song or an R&B song. Sid, Sid is one of his Tyler the Creator's partners. So they they have Sid. So they they had a a group called Odd Couples. I think it was called. Okay. And it was like maybe five, six different people. Mm-hmm. Sid was this little short, dark-skinned chick. She's lesbian too. Mm-hmm. So she kind of sings about kicking it with your girlfriend, stealing your girlfriend, this and the other. Relationship type shit. Yeah. But on, like, on the gay. Yeah, yeah on, on the LGBT side of the mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But I'm not with that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... So I listened to the album once. Now I'm talking about Sids. I listened to the album once and I tried to fulfill my destiny by f- listening to the whole thing again. And it was kind of just like, eh, I'm not feeling the lyrics like that. Yeah. You know, so now Frank Ocean is different because he knows how to sing and he knows how to bring it, make it so vague, <laughs> you know, right. to where yeah, uh, Elton John. Mm-hmm. Elton John know how to do it. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. I can listen to Elton John and not feel a certain type of way because he's that he's making music for everybody. Yeah, you he's know? not being specific, right? And he's not channeling and said because I'm gay, I'm gonna make these gay songs for my gay, gay fan base. Right, right. He's like I'm making music. I'm making because music. I can make music exactly. So for so how Tyler's doing it now? Now there's a whole wave. It's a it's a wave. The LGBT community, LGBT, whatever community is big. It's huge. Yeah. So they should have their own music. You know what I'm saying? I get that. And and I'm not gonna say there's no place in music for that. There's no place in hip hop. No, I will never say that. Right. But just like I don't drink soda. I don't have to listen to this. Right. Well, guess what? Part of it is good, though. Yeah. But when I listen to music, I listen to all the, the music. Thing. I yes. don't just listen to the beats. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I listen to the beats, 
but I won't continue to listen to it because I'm so fucking disappointed because you ain't saying shit. He could have made, he could just, he can literally just change the game, not change the game, he can literally just make instrumental albums. You know, there, there's a lane for that out here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know, but you can make instrumental albums and get paid off of them. So there's a cat, his name is Gennaro Jarrell. Mm-hmm. Love him. He goes under Dr. Who That and General Janelle. Jarrell. Okay. Dr. Who That is all instrumentals. Oh. He just does the beats. General Jarrell is, he raps on that. His beats are so fucking hard on there that even though he's not that good of a rapper, you'll listen to that shit. Okay. He's just good enough for you to continue to listen. <laughs> but then when he does his instrumentals, them shits is like outstanding. Wow. You can do that. Yeah. And find the lane. If he would have had it almost like an R&B, he should have stopped rapping on this new album. Yeah. He would have. It would have been fine. Yep. I would have I would have fucked with it more. Now, it's kind of like, come on, man. Really? And, you know, uh, full disclosure, kind of listened to it today, and I'm trying to remember the kid, but uh, <laughs> just listen to it. Oh, sometimes when they say stuff, I feel good, and I, I, I kind of want to listen to the lyrics and go from there. Right. And I was kind of like, yeah, okay, uh, I'm, I'm good that, you know, uh, so I was listening to one of the lyrics and it was saying, I'm uh, riding around uh, a white boy that looks like River Phoenix. I was like, now nah, I, I don't, I don't do, I don't, you know, I'm not big on white shows or white people like that. So I don't know who River Phoenix is. So River Phoenix, um, handsome little white boy, right? Okay. And long hair. And it was like, yeah, passenger white boy looked like River Phoenix. Mm. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool, yeah. <laughs> then, he, then he was going down, and, you know, then he, he said, and I'm trying to find that bitch, but he basically said, I've been kissing white boys for years. And I was like, nah, he didn't say that shit. <laughs> no, no, he definitely nah, didn't say that. he didn't say that shit. He nah, definitely didn't say nah. that. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> and, you know, again... To each his own. Um, fucking good. But he said that shit. And I read the lyrics and there it was. Oh. And I was like. So you had to make sure that's what he said. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes in rap people say shit so quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That it sounds like something, <laughs> but it's not what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, whoa. And, and I'm all cool. I'm, I'm cool with that because that's who you are. Right. That don't mean I got to listen to that shit. Okay. I don't want to hear about you riding around with white boys that you've been kissing for years. <laughs> that's just me, though. <laughs> I'm okay. If, you, if you're if a gay producer and you make fat tracks, I want you on my side. Right. right. I want you on my side. Right. I don't need to hear about your personal life right. like that. I don't. Well, rap is like that, and that's an expression. I got you. Okay. That's your expression, though. And I don't... I'm not going to buy that. I'm not going to continue to listen to that. I am not going to continue to do that. So it was kind of threw me off. I definitely listened to it today. And it was like... It was like, oh, let me put this in one more time. All right. And I'm listening to it. And I kind of drowned out. Because, of the, because of, again, I'm a lyricist. So 
I drowned out after about seven. After seven, I was literally ready to cut it off. Really? Yeah, man, because I was just like, okay, these beats are really great. But man, you could have just gave me the beats and I would have been fine. <laughs> no, so I so so personally, man, I I I think that um I think that this producer rapper thing that everybody thinks they can do just because they make good beats has gotten overboard. But it's not gonna stop. It, it's not. It's, it's just not. not gonna stop. Um, the first person, I, and I, I was thinking about that today, man. The first person, the beat beat rapper, man, was, to, to my knowledge, was Dr. Dre. No. Yeah, there's a couple people before that. Before that? Yeah, there's a couple. I, Diamond D was one of the... Diamond D. Was one of the classic. Okay. Because he was in the Digging in the Crates crew. Right. So that a lot of them was producing. Diamond D was a regular rapper. Okay. He was so cool. Right. But his beats was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Because he had a crew of people that they were that giving was... beats to. Right. But he was like, man, I'm going to rap with my shit. So there's a couple of people who've done it. Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla was smooth with Oh, yeah. His. Jay Dilla was amazing with And it. he was making instrumental beats. Eight yeah. instrumental albums. Yep. Getting paid because off of instrumental like, albums. Because you're going to want that. Yep. You're going to want this. So I'm going to continue to make them. And then he was getting sick. So he was like, every chance I get, I'm going to be making it. fucking yep. beats. And go yep. from there. And then Kanye kind of, you know, took it to a whole nother level. Because he could actually rap rap. Yeah. You know, he was and he like was clever with his shit. Right. He was the Witty first producer shit. that was like, holy shit, this motherfucker can rap. Yep. You got me listening to you now. Because at first he was a little comical. Mm-hmm. Then he was kind of a little pointing because he can hit you. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, whoa, this motherfucker Kanye. Yep. And then yay, you always good with him. Yep, you always good. That shit right here. I've been kissing white boys since 2004. <laughs> I quote. That's, I ain't got time. Right. <laughs> but that's on the back end of it. Yeah. So on the back end, if you ain't got time, you, you, you didn't hear the back end. And he said it so quick. And it was kind of, I've been kissing white boys since 2004. <laughs> hey. I was like, Kevin, Kevin. <laughs> what? Rewind it. I was Man. like, it sounded like he was... Like he's been kissing like I don't know. I pulled the lyrics up. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck? I don't know what to say about that. But that's cool. Not homophobic. I just that's not what I roll with. Right. I, I mean, again, I, I, I roll with people. People are people. You, you deal with people as they come. You deal with them with respect. Right. But what your preference and what my preference is, it's two different things. Right. I'm okay with that. Respect that that's not mine. And when they say, what do you think about this? Nah, he makes good beats. Nah, you should be listening to him. Nope, not listening to his lyrics. Nah, that's right. not really what I roll with. Right, right. I did right, like right. November, though. Right, well, well, this is the thing. He sells you on the beat. Yeah. He sells you on the beat. So what's going to happen is, and this is what happened to me this time. So it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is... You're gonna be like, man, you're gonna be talking about this case. <laughs> hey, that's the first thing that's, you know, it's moisten the motherfucker. He finna be getting, talking about all this moisture. But what's gonna happen is you're gonna pop a CD and you're gonna be like, God damn it, these beats are hard as fuck. And then you're gonna listen to the whole album again. You're gonna be like, yeah, fuck, this shit is kinda hard. You know what? But you're gonna have to ask yourself, this is the question you're gonna have to ask yourself. I know if I listen to this again, 
I'm gonna hear some fucking crazy I'm shit. I'm gonna find something again. Because I went to, and that's like, I think number, what is it? It's like 10, 11, I think. No, that was uh, number nine. Nine, okay. So then you got through 9 11 and then dropping seeds. That was with your boy, uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. No, that was cool. Yeah, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah, he only had thirty nine seconds on that bitch, so I was waiting for some more because I was like, "Man, Lil Wayne was that Drop C and you cheese and yeah, that's Wayne. I'm not a ghost, but I got a driver and a caddy. <laughs> I was like, I hear you, nigga. <laughs> I hear you. But I was, but it was, it was so cool that I wanted to hear more. Right, right. And the, the beat was fine. But he didn't put him back on. Nah, he just cut man. it off. Yep. I was like, yep. fuck. So it pissed me off. But then November came on. Mm-hmm. And I really like November. Okay. Take it back to November. All right. So what you rating November. it? Oh, I had a high score. After <laughs> Before you read the lyrics. For the lyrics, man, it was like a high nine. A high eight. <laughs> right. That nigga's Up amazing. Right. <laughs> ah. So I'll give him a flat seven, yo. Yeah. And that's on seven. the strength of his beats. Yeah, yeah. I because you. strip the beats off. You ain't talking about shit. Boy, you ain't talking about nothing. Yeah, you, you ain't talking about nothing. talking about nothing. And he doesn't really have a style. Exactly. So if he had a style, that's what I then I was kind of like, yep. Because at first, I kind of rolled with it. Because I, I listened to his older stuff. Mm-hmm. And again... It was the production that grabbed Grabs you. It wasn't anything more than the production. It was the production, and he was just talking crazy shit, killing people, right, and right, going right, to school right. and all of that. And I was kind of like, this shit was kind of wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was kind of cool. It was a little wild, but damn, this shit was kind of hard. Right. Then I listened to the second one, and I was like, yeah, he's still on that same road. And then I start reading about him, and he's done production on TV. Yeah. yeah. He's done a lot of shit. Yeah. And then he, he went on stage and, and wild out on people like everybody ain't shit. Yeah, I'm, he I'm, you know what the odd part is he get he gets a lot of praise. He gets a lot he's of praise. He's a great producer. But he goes and once he starts talking, it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with this dude? <laughs> you know what? Don't give him a mic anymore. Yeah, give him a, don't, don't never invite that motherfucker. Invite him to play his music. <laughs> Don't invite him. Don't put a mic in his hand. You know what I'm saying? So he a flat seven. Flat seven. A flat seven. Because I I, I love his production. I love yeah. how he 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 just gives it to you. You can put anybody on his beats. Anybody. Yep. You have so many people who needed this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would have done a lot better. <laughs> but uh, mixture with this kissing white boys and you ain't saying shit. That's yeah. kind of fucking me up. <clears throat> so I definitely give it a 6.5. Okay. Um, based on exactly that. what you said. I respect that. When I listened to it today, I was looking... That's why I, that's why I kind of drowned it out at 7. Because I was looking for a delivery. I was looking for some type of spazzazz when it came to his lyrics to compliment his beats. Mm-hmm. Nothing complimented his beats. It was all beats, you know. And... And it was just like, uh, man, come on, dog. I just wish you was so much better. You know, and then I wish you wasn't, I wish you wasn't like overdo it. Like if, you know what? If he was gay, gay, if he was like, all I'm talking about is straight gay shit. But I'm hard with it. 
I'd have been like, streets, you know what? And I, my beats are fly. And my beats are fly. I would probably be like, you know, I can respect this. Yep. I can really respect this. But you sliding little stupid <laughs> gay shit in here, and then you sliding little stupid gay shit in there. It's like, okay, are you really gay, or are you just promoting this so you can sell two gays? You know what I'm saying? Because you never know. You, exactly. You, never you know. really never know. Because if you if you closet like that, there's no reason to be closet today. Right. If it was ten years ago, I would say yeah. But today. You don't need to be closet. What yeah. Is, what are you doing? I, I need you to be as I need you to be that full gay dude that you is. I I need you to hold hands with gay men. Kiss them on the TV, bro. On on your videos. I, I, I need that because that's gonna that's make who me you, believe who the fuck you are, and it's gonna make me listen and appreciate your lyrics because of you exactly and who you are and what you represent. I'm good. This incognito shit. You if that's not who you are, mm-hmm. stop that shit, man. Right. Stop it. If you buy, just say you buy. Dude, stop playing. Yeah. Stop, stop playing. playing. There you you know what I'm saying? There so you go. that kind of pissed me off too. And here's the thing. Eminem played, but he didn't play like that. Yeah. You know, Eminem talked that gay shit. You know, he would say some crazy gay shit, but you'd be like, you'll question it, but you'd be like, nah, that But he say like. crazy shit on everything right so it's not like i'm just doing it about gay shit and then i get off of it right right, gay shit, then right i get over that right. no he talks about killing motherfuckers <laughs> he talks about killing babies and popping pills, fucking popping pills and, yeah. and torturing <laughs> people straight. and shit he does it all mm-hmm. so when he comes with it you're kind of like this dude just fucking crazy <laughs> lyrically he's fucking out there yeah but it's amazing because he can do it right so you never take it any other way so that's why Eminem is such an amazing rapper. You know what I mean? Because I love lyrically how he can fuck you up. Yeah. Because I was listening to On Deck podcast and he was talking about Blueprint Run. Yeah, yeah. And um, when um, Renegade. Yeah, Renegade. Yeah. And how he had to slow down the way he rapped just to be next to Jay. And, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! And he murdered it with slowing his shit down. But but that's that's the catch of rap. The older you get, the more you understand. If I just if I slow my flow down a little bit, they're gonna understand more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So Eminem is that deal. Yep. You know. Yep. I. Woo, I'm talking about that renegade verse was crazy. I, only time he did something a little crazy when he on the back end he would like. Man. But I, before that, he was hitting you. What I do, what they say about yep. me, what I have, what and he Never was been just afraid to say some of mine at any given time of day. Trust me. That was the song. And 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 it was it was also the song because Eminem, I mean because Nas threw it out there that uh Jay-Z got snapped on and Eminem murdered you on your own shit. Use a dick rider faggot. You love the attention. Queens niggas run you niggas. Ask Russell Simmons. So, you know, it when um when you get called out like that, that that's gonna be remembered for a lifetime. Eminem is just lyrically dangerous. <laughs> yes. When I when he was on the big shot, and I can't get over that shit. Who the fuck? We'll put him on a feature with a mediocre rapper, bro. Mediocre. Everyone is, he is so good that people fear to have him on their album. Yeah. The only reason 
Big Sean really had him on the album because they were from Detroit. Yeah. They're two Detroit artists. You know so, what I'm saying? Hey, so, hook me up. Yeah. And Eminem was probably like, okay, okay, let me play with some shit. I was trying to do I, some shit. I was shit. just playing, really. I was playing. Let me write some crazy really shit down. really just playing. This is some things I wanted to say, so <laughs> let me put this out there this week. And fucking murdered the whole thing. Like I told you, I, I didn't even want to hear the first part. I fucking fast forward just to hear his part. Yeah. And then rewind it. That's, just to that, say, that's definitely some of the said? best quality verses that you're going to hear all year. <laughs> um, and the funny part about it is... There's a story that that Two Chains brought up that Two Chains is gonna be on a new Eminem album. What? Yes, and Eminem invited Two Chains over. You know, so he sees it. Yeah, that's what I love. I'm glad you said. It. I love that Eminem don't step away from a challenge. No, not at all. So he's like, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Come oh, on. My mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Oh my shit. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you who else get the respect like that. It's Black Thought. A lot of people you know don't what? like to have Black Thought in their shit. Yeah. Because he get at him. Yeah. He get at him. He did some lazy shit. Off of, we did one album. He had a fucking lazy shit. I think it was Logic's album. He did do Logic's album. It was kind of lazy. Yeah, that it was, was a little lazy for that him. That was. Compared to what he does. Yeah. He was on another one that he was a little harder on. Because he was a feature on two different ones. That yeah, we that reviewed. we did. Yep. But I think it was the Logic one. He was fucking lazy. I was like, that it was, was fair. That was the one with Chuck D on there. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. a lazy fucking rap mm-hmm. on it. He was okay, but it was it was a little lazy for me. Okay. And then he was on someone else that he was a lot harder on. And I was like, man, that's my black thought right there. Right. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's the one I'm looking there. for. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. But Tyler the Creator. <sighs> Flat seven up in this bitch. Six five. Six five. He's not my friend. Nah. That's for sure. <laughs> We're not hanging out together. We're not hanging out together. And it's not because he's gay. It's because he's not himself. He's he's not admitting to who he is. To your point, and I'm, I'm glad you said it before the end of the podcast. <laughs> so Paul would have, yeah, you homophobic motherfuckers. <laughs> no, if he was if he was a, 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 a homosexual or whatever label you give him, I would be fine. Yeah. Because, yo. This gay nigga that can rap. Gay nigga is fire. If, if, if you're telling me, hey, this gay nigga can rap, and check this gay nigga out, the hottest fucking tracks. Check this gay nigga out. Okay. J- just the same way they said this is gonna be a depressed CD for you. Yep. But check it out. Okay. Gotcha. You know what? Now I'm not even gonna be mad that he, I didn't hear any rap. Yep. Because you prepped you me for said this. Yeah. That's what it was gonna be. You prepped me for this. Yep. But you coming out being rap, starting to rap, and then you starting with the singing, and then you rapping, then put some gay shit on there. It's like, whoa, where that come from? Whoa, hold up, buddy. Is that what you are? Whoa, aren't you? You just totally threw my, you threw me to the left with that. Well, I don't have to tell you anything about my life. That's true. You I right. got to listen to your shit. Exactly. <laughs> In return, delete off my phone. <laughs> Delete off my not stop, not never. Delete. Nah, I'm just not gonna do it again. Send that bitch back to the cloud. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, so XX Extension, uh, really, really good album. Really, yeah. really good album. Really liked it. Really thought it was quality shit. Um, really looking forward to where he want to go. I mean, remember what you said. He can go back to hip hop and yep. rap, yep. or he can stay on this track and he'll still be fine. You know what would be cool if he made if all his mixtapes was raps, but all his albums was rock. 
So then you could be like, that would be when so you want it, awesome. I want it here. Yeah. But when you want this, yep, you can go, go get the mixtapes. But when it's time uh, for the rock, that'd be cool. That'd, that'd be, be cool. real cool. That'd be cool. Because then you're hitting two audiences too. Mm-hmm. And then, but you'll know that this guy is so versatile. Look at what he can do. Right. You know, I don't have to put that unless they say, look, they feeling this shit. I need I a need full to put length this on out. him. Right. Right. Okay? Right. If that's what you want. But right now, this is where I'm getting my buzz from. Cool. But Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Just stick with the beats, stick buddy. Stick with the beats, baby. <laughs> Good to go. Shout out, bougieblackbrother.com. Hit the site. Got all the podcasts on there. Look up Car Wax. Car Wax. Car Wax. Get on IG, Bougie Black Bro, and Twitter, Bougie Black Bro. Get on iTunes and go straight to Car Wax, and you'll be able to see all of the music. Downloads from there and Google Play. I keep saying it. I don't know anybody who downloads off Google Play, but <laughs> I got it on there anyway. But you can get it from anywhere else. And what's your tags, bro? Yeah, make sure y'all go check me out on Stop Calling Me. That's Stop Calling Me Without the G on IG. Make sure y'all check me out on Twitter at DJ Activist. Also, if y'all into basketball, I got a new page and a YouTube page, Courtside Seat Show. That's Courtside Seat Show. So check me out on Instagram also at Courtside Seat Show. Sean the Slim God. Sean the Slim God. Slim God, baby. Yes. So that's what it is. Excellent. So meet us next time. You know there's going to be something coming out. And there's some shit that we just didn't do. Um, did you get to hear my man? Who? Action Brunson. I heard the Action Bronson. I'm highly disappointed that he sounds completely like Ghostface Killer. <laughs> but I did follow through and listen to the whole whole album. It's it's fair. It's fair. I, you know, it it was uh it was worth the listen. Yeah. It gave you good beats. Oh, it gave you them throwback Wu Tang beats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's why I was just like what? You know what, <laughs> you thieving white man? You fucking thief, you you just everybody. Uh, anyways, that's another. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's another one. Uh, we, we may throw him in with something else because some of the beats in that bitch, I just fucking went crazy over. Yeah, I listened I mean, to the um, the new Foo Fighters, Concrete and Gold. Oh, really? Yeah, that was fair. Okay. It was fair. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, I definitely felt like it could have been harder. It started off real good. The first three tracks was like, okay, we this is here how we, we go. Get. Here we go. Here we and go. And then it was like. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, after the third track, bro. Ah, all right. But I followed right, through. Right, I listened right, through the whole right, thing because I messed with Foo Fighters. But, yeah, the new rock age is weird. Hmm. This this new rock, man. This is, uh, I'll, I'll play it. It's, it's, I'll give it the respect. I'll play it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what's up. But check us out. Car Wax. And we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace. Peace.